swishes, hits, kicks, podcast episode one. Here we go. My name is Richard Carrion. I'm the host of this show. This is a sports podcast, if you couldn't tell by the title. We got swishes, which means we're talking about basketball. We got hits, which means, hey, we could talk about football, baseball, fighting, kicks. Man, if something crazy in soccer happens, we're going to talk about it. And we're definitely going to be talking about some things going on today. But before we get into that, I want to talk about me. Okay, because you're wondering, man, who is this guy? Who is Richard Carrion? Well, I'm a 33-year-old man that's an elementary school teacher. But my entire life... I've always wanted to talk about sports for a living. Now, is this my living? Maybe not yet. But I figured, you know what, man? I have dilly-dallied. You like that? It's a little off, but it's okay. In some podcasts before, but I've always wanted to do a sports show. Um, Growing up, it was, I mean, for a seven-year-old kid living in a small farm town, to have a dream to be on not just ESPN, but Sports Center, and n- no ill intent, you know, to this man, RIP, by the way, to Stuart Scott, but I wanted his job. I used to wake up every morning. I used to see Stuart Scott and Rich Eisen, booyah, talking about sports every morning, and it was, it was the thing I looked forward to before school, and, you know, Life happened, things changed. <laughs> I'm teaching kids now. But I thought to myself, you know what, man? You can talk about sports. You've always been able to talk about sports. And guess what? We are here. Debut edition, episode one, talking sports, talking many things. And I'm just happy that, you know, if you've taken the time out to watch this and gotten past me rambling on about why I want to do this, thank you. So let's just jump right into it. Let's talk about the NFL. The season's almost over. But the biggest game of the season this weekend, okay, we have the Kansas City Chiefs, the San Francisco 49ers. The San Francisco 49ers arguably have been the best team besides, you know, all season somewhat, right? They've had a few hiccups, but when you look at that Niners lineup, man, it's an all-star team. Like literally like they have an all-star lineup. Um, and all year long, I, I personally have felt like they're a favorite, you know, um, I'm from California. They are not my team. Okay. And at the end, I'll tell everyone who my teams are, but, uh, they are not my team, but they've been the best team. They, they have an amazing defense, amazing offense. Um, you know, there's, there's been some talks about Brock Purdy all year about he's a game manager and not a game changer. Um, He's a winner, and at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. And then we have the Kansas City Chiefs, who this season looked more human than they have arguably since Mahomes started six years ago, six, seven years ago. But they found their way back in the Super Bowl, and you can listen to uh, you know, some conspiracy theories out there as to why. Um, but this, this season for them has been marred by... Uh, Taylor Swift, and I don't mean that in a bad way. Um, she's the biggest star, arguably, in the world, right? You know, the Swifties are everywhere. Should I have students that are Swifties? But 
this game this weekend on Sunday, I think is going to be a real battle and, uh, we're, we're going to see a great game and it'll be interesting though, because the Niners, they look like they're stacked everywhere. I've said it, they're like an all-star team, but their strength, their biggest strength, I believe goes right into the Chiefs' biggest strength. The Chiefs, I think, for the first time in six to seven years, arguably since Mahomes has been there, the biggest strength for the Chiefs is the defense. Their defense has won them most games this season. Um, Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes. He knows how to win. Obviously, this is fourth Super Bowl in this short time. There's already GOAT talk about Patrick Mahomes, which... I want to say he's early because, you know, he hasn't even played eight seasons yet. But, I mean, how how can you deny it, right, if they win this year? Like, I'm not saying he's the go. Obviously, it's Tom Brady. But, man, if he wins, like, five Super Bowls before ten seasons, like, we're going to have to really, like, have a deep, deep talk. And some Niner fans will be mad because they're already putting him over Joe Montana, which is wild, wild take, right? Um, but this season, the Chiefs, you know, they've looked a little mortal. Travis Kelsey, who, you know, huge podcast, right? Him and his brother. Uh, they've looked, he personally has looked not as amazing as normal. But, you know, since the playoffs have started, my man's been doing amazing. Um and then with the Niners, their biggest key for them has been their offense. Their offense has won them most games. Uh, they have the best offensive player in the league, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, um, I'll get into it a little later, offensive player of the year. You know, they got Debo. They got Kittle. Um, man, I know I'm forgetting some names. They got Trent Williams on the line. And I think, you know, I know they always say, like, you know, you can replace Purdy and put someone else in there. But I don't know if you can. Um, he's winning for a reason. Their defense is still stacked. Their defense is still stacked. Um, but their defense is giving up points this season. Uh, so I think we're in for an incredible game. Um, prediction. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes will be the best player on the field, but the Niners think you're going to win. Uh, I think the Niners will end up winning. I give a score. It's going to be 31 to 20, 24. I think the Niners are going to pull it off though. Uh, and that's going to make a lot of fans happy that I know, um, because I'm not a Niners fan. Um, you'll hear later. I'm kind of the opposite of a Niners fan, but, um, you're going to notice in this podcast, I'm not a hater. And I know that sounds super weird to just shout out, but I respect greatness. I give it its props. I give it its flowers, however you want to say it. And if you're good, you're good, right? Um, I'm very big on that. You're good, you're good. And they are good. They are arguably, you know, they're the best. They've kind of been the best all season. The Ravens had their number, but I think they would have figured it out against the Ravens too. Um, so, yeah, Niners, I think, are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, let's let's go over some of the awards that went out recently. Um, we mentioned earlier, you know, Christian McCaffrey, Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah, he's been the best player all season, and I think that McCaffrey wins that hands down, unanimous. 
Um, there isn't another player like even even the MVP. Let's go with the MVP. MVP of this season has been Lamar Jackson. I know there was a vote for uh, Josh Allen, um, and I you know he he had a really good year, obviously, but. I don't know. To me, it was still like a weird year for Josh Allen. Like he had so many rushing touchdowns, but he wasn't passing like he normally did. And uh, for the Bills, those Bills fans, that Bills mafia, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like the door is closing on Josh Allen. Um, so they're gonna have to figure something out here very soon. Defensive Player of the Year, <clears throat> and I said that I'll tell you at the end who who my favorite teams are. But I guess I'm gonna let a little bit of the cat out of the bag right now when it comes for this because uh you know Miles Garrett won. Miles Garrett's amazing. He's a monster, man. Uh you know, and I've seen a lot of uh pundits out there talk about, you know, there's other players that have better stats. Miles Garrett commands the three man, you know, three men to hold him almost every play. Uh, I know a lot of people want a TJ Watt. More sacks, you know, but um I don't I don't think he commands the presence. Garrett did. Micah Parsons was also on that list of, you know, possible candidates. Um, they kind of fault. I think he kind of faltered this season. The guy I would argue that deserved, and he got no, like, first votes, like, you know, number one pick votes to be the player of the year, which blows my mind. And you're going to find out my fandom for football right now, who, who my team is, is Max Crosby. Uh, shout out to the Rush Podcast. Mad Max, man, um... You line up everyone's stats, and he's right there with everyone and beating them in a lot and played the most snaps, by the way. Uh, I could argue Max Crosby for sure, like, at least deserves some recognition to be in that Defensive Player of the Year category. Um, Let's go rookies. Offensive and defensive both went to the Texans. Um, C.J. Shroud and Will Anderson Jr. Uh, Will Anderson Jr. had about, what, seven sacks this year. Missed a couple of games, but... You know, he was kicking butt all year. And C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, you could argue, man, it's been the best quarterback in years. I know Trevor Lawrence gets a lot of love, and I don't dislike him. But what C.J. Stroud did, like, you know, he did it quicker than Lawrence. Um, C.J. Stroud, (sighs) Texans got one with him, man. They're only going to be better. And for that division, I I think they're going to be the team to beat for a while. Uh, Coach of the year. Um, Kevin Stefanski might have messed up that name, but y'all know what it is. Uh, for the Browns, yeah, like hands down. Um, of course, right? I'm an AP guy. I'm so stoked he's back for the Raiders. But um, Stefanski, my gosh, you you lose Chubb, Deshaun Watson. You've paid all this money to. You had five quarterbacks play this season. I mean, you're lucky that you all got the comeback player of the year when Joe Flacco, man. Uh, you know, old Joe, like, I, the joke I had with friends was, like, he's like Shane Falco, man, from the replacements. Old boy's coming off the bench, and I'm not calling him a scab because he's a former M- uh, Super Bowl MVP, but, man, to come in and the five starts he had all of those weeks, if you add him up, man, he led the league those five weeks in passing yards, and he took them to the playoffs. You know, they went to the playoffs. Of course, their defense kept them in games. You know, like we said, Miles Garrett, right? Like the Browns had an amazing season. Like this is one of the best seasons they've had in decades. Um, so you know, shout outs to them. Uh, and then the Hall of Fame. You know, we got Julius Peppers, Dwight Freeney, we got Devin Hester, uh, Mongo McMichael. You know, shout outs to the Four Horsemen, right? Um, you know, there's many men that went in, and oh, Pat, uh, 
Patrick Willis, right? Uh, that's who everyone was wanting to. But um, you got to feel for some guys like a Tory Holt. Like I, every time I see Tory Holt on that list, I think of the, the greatest show on turf. And man, it's wild that he's not in. Uh, Rodney Harrison was a monster player. I'm still surprised he's not in. Um, and next year, you know, uh, right off the top of my head is Eli Manning. And I know many people will argue like that maybe he shouldn't go in, you know, because truth be told, if you look at his career, it's up and down. But he's got some big wins, Super Bowl wins, man. And Eli's in the, like, he's a face right now that's in media, you know, so it's hard to deny him. Luke Keekley, like, Luke Keekley was great. Uh, ton of names coming in. Um, man, I'm, I'm excited to see. Uh, I, every time I see, like, a, an Antonio Gates, I'm like, what the heck? Like, he should be in, too. Um, we could go on and on about who should be in the Hall of Fame. I wish they made it a little bigger, like uh, classes, but, you know, tradition tradition, right? And let's get to the swishes. NBA. We're talking trade deadline. <sighs> let's go to the losers. Let's start low, and then we'll work our way up. Um, I have a team I'm super into for basketball, too, but we'll talk a little later about that. Honestly, I'll probably get into it here in a second because we're talking Pacific Division. Hint. Uh, losers, I'd say, of that trade deadline, uh, I picked two teams, the Lakers and the Warriors. Um, Lakers because you have two of the best players in the world. Like LeBron James is you know, almost 40 years old, and the man's still doing amazing. Amazing work night in, night out. Anthony Davis, when healthy, is one of the best players by far in the world. And they're still, like, might not make the playoffs, right? Like, how... How wild is that? That a team like that still might not make the playoffs. <sighs> like, I, I don't know how they didn't go out and get someone to help them with some shooting, some threes, right? They, re they really need all that help. And I'm not a Laker fan, you know. So, you know, it's helping out my team by them struggling. But I feel because, you know, LeBron James, you know, is the greatest scorer of all time. And he has arguments to be the greatest player of all time. Do I think he is? Not, you know, I mean, if you want more championships, there's, there's obviously a conversation there. There already is, you know, for most uh, media, but how are you not going to help him out, right? When, you know, his career's going down. Not in a bad way, but, I mean, gosh, he should at least be contending. And then uh, this other one will hurt people I know his feelings. Is the Warriors. Um, man. <clears throat> the Warriors. I am so surprised that... Uh, they weren't willing to deal Clay Thompson. I know it's gonna hurt a lot of their fans, but <sighs> Clay Thompson, man, I, I actually—he's weirdly to say, but he was like my—he's my favorite member of the Warriors if I had to pick a player. But he's been on the downside. Uh, he's been on the real downside, and just like LeBron, I think Curry's in that stage where he—he, he, you know, they, he wants to contend, he wants to win. I'm not saying he's leaving the Warriors, but he needs help. And I don't think Clay's helping. I think Clay's this is probably the worst year he's ever had, probably so far. But you know, injuries don't count, right? He's been injured, but I feel like it's catching up to him. Um, I thought they were gonna make a move, even if it wasn't him, package deal to bring someone else in to give Curry some help because he needs it offensively. And man, they did—they didn't make the move. But a winner would be, you know, like the Sixers. The Sixers got Buddy Heald and. I just think he's going to help them out a ton. He's an amazing shooter. Always been an amazing shooter. Uh, he was great for the Pacers. 
great for the Kings. Ding. Um, and then now you got the Knicks, you know. The Knicks went out and got a bogey, Bogdanovic, and they got Alec Burks, you know, from the Pistons. And they got some wings, you know, to help them out. They, they've had some injuries, you know, but... In the East, I think the Knicks can make a run. You know, they're going to get some help for Brunson. Hopefully, Randall can play by playoffs, right? Be healthy enough to play. Um, he's great, too. And we'll see who can make a run, you know. Uh, I was kind of surprised that my team didn't get in. Uh, the Kings, Sacramento Kings. Uh, kind of tells you where I live close by. Um, Sacramento Kings, man. I was kind of surprised they didn't make any moves. Certain players, obviously, I didn't want gone, but I thought maybe a Davion Mitchell, uh, um, Harrison Barnes, even a Kevin Herter, who, like, I know fan base really likes. I thought maybe they would make some moves, but I think once uh, Zach Levine got hurt, I think those kind of went out, you know, the window. Um, let's talk some fighting, and, you know, I said hits and kicks, right? It's part of the podcast name, hits and kicks, and I think some crazy news that came out today, you know, it's not even a fight card related, by the way. I'm a little sick. Shoutouts to being with at least 34 kids every single day and them coughing sick all over you, snots, right? Uh, it's bound to happen. But um, Sean Strickland, who's the former UFC middleweight champion, recently lost a very close decision to uh, DDP, not Diamond Dallas Page, but Duplessis. Um, kind of, you know, sparred. Uh, this huge streamer known as Sneeko, like, so, you know, if you're on the web and the internet, you know, web, wow, made me sound really old and I'm not, um, and it got serious, you know, and Strickland's known to be a hard sparer, and man, Strickland started lighting him up, uh, it was pretty bad, and Jake Paul commented on it on Twitter, and basically said, you know, he, he thought it, Strickland sucked, like, couldn't even put him down, put him out, and told Strickland that, He'll fly him out to Puerto Rico, and they can stream them sparring, and, you know, if Strickland can beat him or not get knocked down, basically give him a million dollars. And if Strickland does get dropped or knocked out or whatever, he has to put a, a better tattoo, which I believe is, you know, some company for Jake Paul. Sean Strickland, man, went off online. Sean Strickland is a wild boy. Uh, wild boy. Um, said some crazy things, man, crazy, crazy things, which... You know, personally, like, I think that he has to worry about that when dealing with a guy like Jake Paul. Um, you know, Logan and Dylan Dennis, when they had their thing, Dylan Dennis got wild. Um, talking about his fiance. You know, his fiance sued him. Logan kind of bagged it and said it wasn't on him. But let's be honest here. Come on, brother. Like, that's your that's your lady. You, you have a say in that. Um, so who knows, man? Sean's got to watch out what he says. Uh. Could get him some trouble. Sean Strickland don't care, man. If anyone knows Sean Strickland, Sean Strickland could care less. Uh, let's talk some more UFC. UFC Vegas 86 is this weekend. Uh, the headlining fight is for, it's not for a title, but it's in the middleweight division. We got Jack Hermanson um, and Pfeiffer fighting. Uh, Pfeiffer's right now, it's like a big deal. You know, They're saying that he's arguably hits harder than Francis Ngannou. Um I don't know if that's true, but he does have power in his hands. And honestly, I think he's probably going to win. It's going to move up. He's going to get bigger. He's going to get a real bigger name, and we're going to probably hear his name for a long time. Um, and, you know, it's not the strongest fight card in the world this weekend. It's free. Um, but you got Danny and Andre Feely, kind of localish guy. 
then again, tells you where I'm close to, right? Uh, you have Brad Tavares fighting Michael Johnson. Michael Johnson, man, if you look at his record, you're going to think this is a salty record. But that man has beaten some top guys. Like, and took Khabib. Like, he almost knocked out Khabib if you go back and watch that fight. So, it'll be a fun weekend. Next weekend, I believe, is uh, Volkanovski and Taporia. You got Whitaker and Paulo Costa. Um, UFC 298. We'll talk a little bit more about that next week. But, man, that's going to be a great one. Um, really quick, UFC 300. Uh, still doesn't have a main event. Rumors of uh, Tom Aspinall and uh, Alex Piera. You know, light heavyweight champ, interim heavyweight champ, fighting for the interim heavyweight title. Man, I, I don't know about that. There's also uh, rumors of uh, DDP Duplices going against uh, Israel Adesanya. You know, they have huge beef for the middleweight title. A lot of people want a Conor McGregor. You know, Conor McGregor's been trying to fight Michael Chandler for a while, but I just don't know if McGregor's ready. I like McGregor. I like Chandler, too. But I don't know, man. I'm hoping we get something, and it's a big fight. Uh, and then in boxing, which I'm not the biggest boxing head, but I do watch a lot of the big fights. Um, I used to watch a ton growing up. Shout out to Mexican family, right? Um, we got Devin Haney and Ryan Garcia on 420, you know. Um, so both of them, you know, like, it's going to be a huge fight for boxing. Um, I think Haney's going to beat him. Truth be told, I think Haney's going to beat him. Haney's a monster. Um, but we'll see, you know. Like, that's fighting, right, guys? Like, Anything can happen. Just like on swishes, hits, and kicks. Almost anything can happen. Um, I said it. I already kind of let you know like who I like in sports. Las Vegas Raiders all day. Uh, Sacramento Kings. Baseball. I don't have like a specific team, but I like some players. Fighting. Man, too many to list. Uh, but yeah, guys, thanks. This is, this is a big thing for me to do today. Um... I've been wanting to do a sports podcast, a sports show for a long time. Um, keeping these episodes not super long. It's not a Rogan podcast unless we get someone on. But um, I'm loving it. Uh, I can't wait to pull out the next one. Expect the next one to probably be near a beach because I'm going to head out to Fort Bragg for the weekend. And uh, I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl there. I'm going to try to do a, a podcast there live in Fort Bragg. Um, just reacting to the Super Bowl. Um, this was fun. This is exciting. I can't wait to do more. Thanks. This is Switches, Hits, and Kicks. Let's go.